the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jesus put it this way, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Paul here is saying, Your heart should be set on things above. Pastor Layton is referring to what Paul wrote in the third chapter of the book of Colossians, and that's where our study will take us as we begin another edition of Study Verse by Verse, an outreach from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno with Pastor Layton Sheely as our teacher. And I'm Mike Trout. So glad you've joined us as we wrap up the week and continue this study. If you'd like to know more about the church, uh, you can find those details on the web at highlands.us. Pastor Layton begins today with just a bit of a review as we move toward chapter 3 in the book of Colossians. In chapter 1, uh, Paul has declared the supremacy of Christ. And then in chapter 2, he turns his attention to some of the problems that were threatening that church. He taught his uh, readers to not be captured or snared by godless philosophy, legalism, mysticism, or asceticism. And then in chapters 3 and 4 he goes on to provide some practical applications based on the doctrine that he has been teaching. So in chapter 1 he has declared the truth, in chapter 2 he has defended the truth, and now in chapters 3 and 4 he tells us how to demonstrate the truth in our daily living. Paul explains that Christian behavior is, is accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord and allowing Him to come and live within us, regarding the old nature as dead. And as Christ lives within us, He changes us and transforms us a little more each day, more and more into the image of Christ. Now, before we study the passage verse by verse, uh, let's read it in context. And the passage portion that we're going to be studying today is chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, but I'd like to go back and begin reading in chapter 2 at verse 20 and then read beyond our study today so that we understand what we're studying today in its greater context. Verse 20 of chapter 2, If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why as if you were still alive in the world do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that perish as they are used according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. 
And these you too once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. The raised in the phrase, if you have been raised with Christ, is a reference to the waters of baptism, which are a metaphor of the transformation that takes place in the life of a believer. In baptism, as the waters close over, it's as if we have been buried in death. And as we emerge from the waters, it's as though we have been resurrected to new life. And in this new life, we are called to be a new person. We are called to be a different person. Now, what is the difference? Well, the difference is that now the thoughts of a Christian are set on things that are above instead of things on this earth. Now, it's important for us to understand that Paul did not suggest here that Christians are supposed to withdraw themselves from the world and the activities of the world because he goes on to give us some ethical principles on how we're to conduct ourselves in the everyday affairs of life. But the difference is from now on we're going to have a different view, a different perspective, a different paradigm, a perspective from eternity. And we're not going to live any longer as though this world is all that matters. You see, for people who don't have an eternal perspective, all they have is this world. In which case, then, this world is all that matters. But for us who have been brought into Christ, we realize that this world and all it has to offer is fragile and short. And what really matters is what is unseen, what is spiritual, and what is eternal. And because of this, it gives us a new set of values. Things that the world thinks are important, we think are less important. The ambitions and agendas of the world diminish in view of the ambition to please King Jesus. Now we go on using the things of this world, but we use them in a, in a different way. For instance, we set giving above getting and serving above ruling and forgiving above avenging. See, our standards become the standards of God instead of the standards of this world. Now, the, the pagan religions of Paul's day required very little or nothing with regards to any personal morality. A worshiper could come to the idol, they could place their offering on the altar, and then go back and live however they wanted. What a person believed had no direct relationship on how they behaved. But the Christian faith brought a, a new concept into this pagan society that what we believe has a definite connection with how we behave. Faith in Christ means being united with Christ. And if we share his life, we also need to share his example. And we can't live by his spirit and be led by his spirit and continue in sin. 
Now with that as an introduction, let's study this passage verse by verse. Chapter 3, verse 1. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. So back in chapter 2, verse 20, he mentioned a negative dimension to the faith. Here he wants to turn our attention to the positive. They had died, but they've also been raised as well. This opening statement in verse 1 of chapter 3, since or if you have been raised with Christ, parallels the verse uh, 20 in chapter 2, since or if you have died with Christ. Dying with Christ denotes a separation from the old life, and it forms the essential part of Paul's warning against following the rules and philosophies of this world. Being raised with Christ emphasizes our new status as believers, which requires a new way of life. Now some translations, such as the King James Version, the New American Standard, the English Standard Version, the Holman and the Amplified, translate this if, if we have been raised. Other translations, such as the New International Version, New Living Translation, New Century Version, translate it since, since we have been raised. So why are there two ways of translating this verse? And the answer is that in the original language, it is uh, constructed as a conditional statement, an if-then statement. But the conditional statement is formed in Greek with the implication that the condition has already been accomplished. So it's not if, as in maybe, maybe you've been raised with Christ. But rather it's if this, then this. So since is actually a truer meaning of what Paul is saying here. Since you have been raised with Christ, it expresses certainty. It's not in doubt. We have been raised with Christ. In fact, the verb here means to be co-resurrected. It's an accomplished fact. Believers are entered into the death and resurrection of Christ at the moment of salvation. As Paul wrote in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Now, in view of our identification with Christ, we also have a responsibility as well. And the responsibility is to seek those things which are above. Through Christ's death, burial, resurrection, ascension, we have been separated from the old life of this world, and we now enter into a new life. Now, the word seek here is an interesting word because it uh, connotes having an urgency, uh, a desire, uh, an ambition, and excitement. There should be an excitement that goes with seeking spiritual things. And it's also in the present continuous tense, meaning it's a continuous action that uh, our preoccupation with eternal realities should be the pattern of our living continuously. Jesus put it this way, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. He also told his followers, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Paul here is saying, your heart should be set on things above. 
seeking what's above, what's in the eternal realm, the spiritual realm, the, not uh, what's below, in the earthly, physical, transitory realm. Well, this then begs the question, how? How do we seek those things which are above? And Paul answers that question in the next verse. Well, just a bit of a cliffhanger as we wrap up today's broadcast and this week. Not too much of a cliffhanger, of course, if you can uh, just open your Bible to the book of Colossians and pick up from where Pastor Layton just left off. That's where he'll start on Monday when we come back with another edition of Study Verse by Verse. This is an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Their website is highlands.us. Service times and directions to the campus are right there on that website again. It's highlands.us. The church is located in San Bruno and is very easy to get to with plenty of free parking. Again, that's highlands.us. Details about this specific ministry, and if you'd like to join with us as a financial partner, please go to our website at studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. I'm Mike Trout. Have a great weekend, and be back with us on Monday at the same time when we'll open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.